Hello and welcome back to the Skin Fur Podcast. I'm your host Liz aka That Healthy Skin Girl and I want to say thank you for spending some of your time with me today and well done to you for wanting to invest in yourself and your skincare. Today I want to share one of the biggest lessons I think there is when it comes to choosing your skincare and that is that formulations are so important. Hyaluronic acid, vitamin C, retinol. These are all great ingredients, all buzzwords in skincare, but getting the right formulations is so important. Otherwise, you can be wasting your time and money, but more important, possibly causing more harm than good to your skin, which then will lead to more skin concerns and confusion about whether the ingredient is to blame or not. (laughs) and most of the time it really isn't it's just the formulation and lack of information now a lot of big companies use marketing tactics to encourage you to buy their products and there is so much information available to you reels tiktoks and it's not always professionals that are sharing this information And you're not a professional, you're not going to understand. So it's easy to make the mistake of choosing cheaper formulations or incorrect formulations when it comes to skincare because you're just seeing hyaluronic acid or vitamin C or retinol. You're just seeing that ingredient and that buzzword that you know everybody else is currently using at the moment. But I'm going to share some key information today to help you understand what to look out for so that you can stop just throwing more products at your skin slapping on all of these ingredients because I see you with that high percentage of retinol in your basket in the supermarket and that acid exfoliator that is going to sting like hell but it's working and you're going to wake up tomorrow 20 years younger well your skin might feel tight and look slightly younger tomorrow but I promise you in the long term it's just going to make things worse and this is not the way not the way so I'm going to talk about the, 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 those three ingredients today. I'm going to talk about hyaluronic acid, vitamin C and retinol. And as always, if you have any more questions on any of what I share here, you know that my DMs are open. I am at that healthy skin girl over on Instagram. And I love to hear from followers, whether it's a skincare question, whether it's because they've listened into a podcast and they want to know a little bit more or they just want to reach out and say hi and connect. That's what my page is for. That's what this community is for. And, you know, it would absolutely make my day if you reached out to me and I could help you in any any way at all. So first up is vitamin A, because I feel this is the most overlooked, as in the most, probably that people feel more confused about, let's say, Um, the most incorrectly used, the most confused that people can be, but it is the most important molecule for healthy skin. And so many people are missing out on seeing the potential of this incredible, incredible molecule. But the thing with vitamin A is that you lose it every day. And if you're not topping this up both morning and night in your skin, It becomes deficient and can't protect itself as well as it should do from the sun and environmental toxins, which means it's then more prone to aging, skin damage and skin concerns. Now, get your topical levels of vitamin A right and you're going to have skin reborn from a damaged or weakened state 
to a healthier, more beautiful one, but this is for life. Now, vitamin A is not just making a difference to your skin today, but if used correctly, it's making a difference to the health of your skin for the rest of your life. Now, how powerful is that? Because for me, I take a very holistic approach to skincare. After many years of really approaching a lot of things in life, looking for quick fixes, I am telling you now, I learned the hard way, and I'm sure there's plenty of you out there right now who will agree, they don't work. And I'm not here for quick fixes. Now, I'm not against any skincare treatment. I have had the odd bit of Botox before. I'll potentially have the odd bit of Botox moving forward. I'm never going to say never to anything. But I'm here to really look at more of a holistic approach, the 360, you know, what can we actually do to change the health of the skin overall, not just for today, but for the rest of your life. So that's where my information always comes from. So like I said, this incredible molecule, when used correctly, has so many benefits. It normalizes the skin. It's a natural exfoliant, normalizes pigmentation, balances oily skin, locks in moisture in the deeper layers, protects against environmental toxins, plumps and volumizes, protects skin, start again, protects skin's immunity, stimulates collagen and strengthens elastin, and finally, brings in nutrients and removes toxins. So some phenomenal benefits there. We all need vitamin A for our skin. If you're not using vitamin A morning and night, you are deficient. Now you can apply vitamin A topically both morning and night if it's in the right form. Um, You can also introduce vitamin A in your diet and in supplements. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And it is a great beneficial um, addition, sorry, to applying um, topically. But it can take three to five days to get that vitamin A into your skin. Whereas when you apply it topically, that's within a couple of hours. So phenomenal difference there, okay? So like I said, getting vitamin A correct so that you can use it morning and night. Now, vitamin A comes in many forms and retinol, which is what you will all have heard of, what you will probably all have tried or will be currently using. Now, this is the most active form of retinol because it comes in many forms. It's the most um, active form before you get to medical grade formulations. Now, retinol is great and that is exactly the end goal, but your skin needs to be worked up to that active level of vitamin A it can't tolerate it straight away. Not right now. If you start using retinol straight away without any previous vitamin A in your skin, you're going to cause skin reactions, skin concerns. You know, your skin's not going to be able to tolerate it. So you're actually going to be causing more damage than good. And then what happens? And I see these conversations every day and I'm just like, no. And it's normally from skin influencers or people that are not professionals, which you know what? I have nothing against people sharing their love of skin and skincare. Honestly, I love that. But please, when you're giving advice out on these level of ingredients, please be careful. And if you are looking for information on these level of ingredients, seek professional advice from somebody that really does understand this ingredient and what it is doing to your skin. Because And I'm going to really be honest here and hold my hands up because I am very honest in the information that I share and everybody is always learning and everybody is always improving. I used to skin cycle cycle retinol. 
And that's exactly how I used to use it because I didn't know any better, didn't know any different. But once I learned about the science of vitamin A, and let me tell you, I've done a lot of training and I've got a lot of education on the use of vitamin A. Once I completely understood that, you know, it properly, it changed my opinion and it changed how I use it and it changed the results and the health of my skin and the health of my client's skin. And it's been phenomenal. So they'll share that, girl, I can't use retinol every day. My skin does this. Oh my God, that's exactly what happened to my skin. You need to take it into something called a skin cycling routine and use it only three times a week. Alternate it, use it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and in between use some hydrating serum as well. No. (laughs) Now, (laughs) if you are introducing retinol after you've already built up your levels of vitamin A in your skin and you're now on to get into the level of retinol, then yeah, absolutely cycle that in on top of your other vitamin A. But don't just use vitamin A in skin cycling. Because I've told you already that vitamin A is the most important molecule for your skin and that you lose it every day. So it needs topping up daily. So do you think jumping in and using a really strong form, using retinol straight away that your skin can't tolerate, and you're only going to use it three times a week, do you think you're going to see the results with that? You're going to see some results, but you're just not going to see the true power of this incredible ingredient, but the true power of how great your skin can be with it. You want that retinol glow, you want that glass skin, you want that glowing skin, that healthy, beautiful skin for life. Get your journey with vitamin A right and that'll be the best thing that you can do for your skin. Trust me on this. It's a little bit like, say for example, I started in the gym last January, right? The first time that I went to lift up a pair of dumbbells, could I have done um, a push press or like a barbell, could I have done a push press with 50 kg? No. Like my body would not have been able to tolerate that, but I could go in at 20 kg and then look to build up over a course of the next 12 months to 22, 23, 25, and so on and so forth. And that is the exact same attitude that needs to be taken when you are looking at vitamin A. And that is one of the reasons why I'm absolutely in love with the Environment Vitamin A Step Up System so much, because you're starting low so that you're able to use the vitamin A every day, which is what your skin needs to get that protection, to reborn, to rebirth, sorry, that damaged, weakened skin to a healthier, more beautiful one for life and slowly working up your way to retinol under the guidance of a professional like myself. So you're starting low and you're going slow. Now also, Um, Just one final piece of information on vitamin A. So vitamin A is actually measured in something called international units per gram. So not the percentages that you see mass used personally on lots of brands, especially out on the high street. This, in my personal opinion, is just a marketing ploy. And the recommended effective dose lies between 500 international units and 50,000 international units. And anything less than 500 international units is generally of no value. And so you can buy vitamin A anywhere between 500,000 international units per gram up to 1,500,000 international units per gram. So if a company is then saying, you know, well, it's 1%, well, is it 1% of the first number, which means that's 5,000 international units per gram of retinol or vitamin A, sorry, 
Or is it 1% of the second number, which would give you 15,000 international units per gram of vitamin A in the product? So does knowing the percentage of vitamin A of that retinol, does that actually tell you the truth about how strong or how active that form is? I don't think it does really. Um, you know, and actually, sorry, that wasn't the last piece of information. This is, I promise. When retinoids, so when vitamin A are used in cosmetics, they must be made under very controlled circumstances and packaged into specific airtight, light tight containers. So for example, if you're buying something and I I haven't been and looked at skincare on the shelves of a high street store for a long, 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 long time. Um, and I went in last week just to have a look at this, actually, because I read this uh, bit of information on my training course that I did in January. I went on a refresher training course with um, the International Institute for Active Aging to learn more about Environ. And obviously, vitamin A is their cornerstone ingredient. So after I'd read this, I was like, I'm actually going to go and have a quick look. And I was shocked. There are so many types of vitamin A in the glass jars with lids that you can open up and basically dip your fingers into. Now, getting bacteria into products like that can totally change the formulations and weaken them. But also, if you can open the lid, it's a glass jar, etc. like that, then it's such low levels of vitamin A, it's not actually going to be doing anything really. So, that was a lot of information on vitamin A, but I'm really passionate about that because honestly, it's so misunderstood. People are put off by it. You know, they're not getting the results that they're looking for, but it's because they're just misusing it and they don't understand this incredible, incredible ingredient. So if you want any more information about vitamin A, then, um, and you, you know, you'd like to try and find out a little bit more about the Environ Step Up System with vitamin A, then drop me a message over on Instagram. I am at that healthy skin girl over there. Okay, next up is vitamin C. Now, vitamin C is a little bit more difficult to explain because there are so many different forms, but I'm just going to tell you about the form that I wouldn't necessarily look for. So this is another really important ingredient when it comes to skincare. And kind of think of vitamin C as the three C's. So you're going to think colour, collagen and clarity. But it has again got so many benefits. So it's a nat natural antioxidant. Um, it stimulates and strengthens collagen. It's great for scarring. It reduces redness in the skin, increases hydration, accelerates healing. Um, and it's accelerates other active ingredients, specifically vitamin A and E. So it really helps to make sure that they're doing what they're doing. Um, it's lightening and brightening, improving the clarity of the skin. It's an anti-inflammatory. It reduces pigmentation and it's a natural SPF. Now, again, a phenomenal, phenomenal ingredient with all of those benefits. Now, as with vitamin A, vitamin C also comes in different forms and cheaper formulations will contain something called ascorbic acid and this is a form of vitamin C. Now this is a very short shelf life and because of how water soluble it is, it won't be easily absorbed into the skin. So you've got an ingredient that actually isn't going to be active for very long, a few weeks if you're lucky, in the bottle, in the packaging, and also something that actually is not going to really penetrate the skin doing what you think it's going to do. So again, you know, you're, you've got this product that's potentially just going to sit on the surface of the skin doing more harm than good. 
Now, another thing to bear in mind when you look at cheaper formulations of vitamin C is that the, the, what are the products in? Often glass bottles, clear plastic bottles, those that have got pipettes. So this is coming into contact with light, with sun, with air, and this is going to oxidize the vitamin C, weakening the potency of it. Um, so there are other forms of vitamin C available, but the most stable, the one with the longest shelf life that is worth investing in, that is the most easily absorbable into your skin, so it's going to get to where it needs to be, it's going to do what it needs to do, is called a scorbal tetrizopalmitate. A scorbal tetrizopalmitate. And that is what vitamin C Environ uses within their products. And I absolutely love it. Now, next up, and the final ingredient for today is hyaluronic acid. And this time of year, this is a really popular ingredient because it's great for anybody that suffers with dry, dehydrated skin or is concerned with signs of aging, really. Now, hyaluronic acid naturally occurs within your body and it's in all of your connective tissues. Now, its role within your skin is two things. So it binds collagen, yes, please, and it draws moisture from the surrounding areas. And it can actually hold up to a thousand times its own weight in water in moisture. And it's really good at holding on to this in skin. However, there are two different types of hyaluronic acid. And in cheaper formulations, you will find something called hydrolyzed hyaluronic acid. Now, this is a large molecular structure. So this won't penetrate the skin. It won't get into the deeper layers of the skin to do what it needs to do. There'll be no collagen binding and no hydrating. It'll be sat on the surface of your skin and potentially doing more harm than anything. Whereas sodium hyaluronate is a lower molecular weight, meaning that this does get into the deeper layers of the skin. This is going to penetrate the skin. It's going to get to, to be going to get to where it needs to be and do what it needs to do. So it's going to bind that collagen and it's going to hydrate that skin. So it's nice and glowy and plump. So always invest a little bit more than, you know, your few pounds that you see on the high street when it comes to hyaluronic acid, because you want your skin to be plump. You want your skin to be hydrated. Now, again, another thing I see a lot of the time is skincare influencers um, saying, on a quick reel or a quick, you know, get ready with me or a, this is my skincare routine. Like I, I've got dry dehydrated skin and I tried hyaluronic acid, but it actually didn't do anything for me. Or you, you need to know this about hyaluronic acid and why it doesn't really work for dry dehydrated skins. But again, this information is so confusing and actually can be quite damaging because it is good for dry dehydrated aging skins, but it has to be the right formulations and it has to be used in the right way as well. Um, you know, so hyaluronic acid is such a buzzword, especially at this time of year, but make sure that you're getting the right formulation and it's that sodium hyaluronate, that low molecular structure so that it gets into the skin and does what it needs to do. Otherwise, again, it's just going to be sat on the surface doing more harm than good. So that is three ingredients that are definitely buzzwords right now, but three ingredients that I would definitely recommend because of their benefits. Um, specifically retinol and vitamin C for most skin types, 
and looking at you know your hyaluronic acid when your skin is dry dehydrated and you are concerned with signs of aging if you'd like me to go into any more detail about any of these products you want to find out about the environ skincare products you want to find out about what skincare products are right for your skin because right now you're feeling really confused then i would love to help you with that i offer both in person in my salon and virtual skincare consultations. And this is a great opportunity for you to ask me anything you want about your skin to get all your questions answered. But for me to take a deep dive into your skincare, your lifestyle, you know, your overall health and wellness, your diet, your nutrition, and help you take that holistic approach to skincare so that you can get the results that you're looking for. I am partnered with the most incredible brands, both Arbonne, which is a holistic wellness brand for the nutrition side of things, and Environ for the incredible science-backed, results-driven skincare. And I believe no one should be living with chronic skin concerns. It just doesn't need to be that way. And I believe that beautiful, healthy skin is available to everyone. So if you're ready to achieve that, and you don't already follow me over on Instagram, I share daily skincare tips, science-backed tips, holistic skincare tips. I share these daily. I also share a lot of behind the scenes so that you can get to know a little bit more about me. But I absolutely love skin. It is my passion. I wake up every day excited to share what is in my head and my heart with you all. It is my absolute mission this year to help many people as possible achieve their skin goals. Thank you again for taking time out of your day to listen in to me, to support this podcast, to support me. I hope you found some value in this episode and I would absolutely love a review. I would absolutely love this to share with your community so that this can get out to more people to help more people. So whatever you're doing for the rest of your day, enjoy it and I will see you next Tuesday for another episode of the Skinfo podcast.